Dionisio at the plate, he's over for 2 today. Swakowski, the big right hander, lets it go. It's right down Broadway. Dionisio lets it fly, and it's... Oh, it's raining now. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Rain Delay Theater. My name is Jeremy Dionisio. And I'm Jack Swakowski. It's uh, January 20th, uh, Sunday night. We're recording this, and uh, we're uh, we're watching uh, Pat Mahomes. Hey, no, not that Pat Mahomes. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, number two. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Jeremy, like you said, at least there's a baseball connection with this game. Uh, and you know what? I was thinking uh, Gronk is actually looking pretty good on the field there. Maybe he reunited with that girl from the Bulls game uh, recently. <laughs> Who knows, right? Yeah, I think, yeah, she could be there right now uh, with the uh, with those the guys dressed up like the Minutemen in the end zone, you know, with the muskets. And uh, <laughs> he probably looked over at her and, you know, dug down deep to, you know, really get in there, I guess. I don't know. Well, it's it's very uh, it looks it looks like it's pretty cold uh, there, and it's it's pretty it's pretty cold out here. Uh, so we figured yeah. we would uh, record a podcast. Uh, the Baseball Writers of America, uh, their their Hall of Fame ballots are due on. Is it Monday? Is it tomorrow? They're due. Well, I don't know when they're actually due, but they're announcing the the results Tuesday. They're announcing the results Tuesday. Okay, yes. so uh, we uh, two of the baseball podcasters of America uh, figured yeah. that we would uh, give you our votes uh, as well. Yeah, maybe we should. You know, so the Writers get 10 votes. Maybe since we're podcasters, we should, we should have only gotten like four votes or something. But, you know, um, we'll, we'll take, we'll, we'll, we're going to take the liberty and, and use uh, maximum 10 votes. Yeah. Uh, so um, uh, there are 35 guys on the ballot. Uh, so we are just going to go through each one of those guys and yeah, talk about uh, their potential candidacy and maybe some of our memories of them. Yeah, let's do it. You know, before we get started, Jack, I want to say like, you know, I, I think this was like last year or maybe two years ago. I remember being out at the bar with you and like I printed off like the all star ballot and we went like went through it just mm-hmm. at the bar. And so like this is one of the reasons why we wanted to start a podcast so we could like we weren't just we were having these conversations and documenting them. So yeah. we would have been having this conversation again at some bar, you know, by ourselves. But we figured we would do it here. And 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 debating the All Star or the uh, home uh, Hall of Fame ballot is like a great baseball like de- conversation to have. I think so. It is. Um. Yeah. Uh. It, it certainly is. Uh. So we are gonna get. Uh. We might as well just jump right into it. Actually, before yeah. we do, one more thing. Sure. Uh, uh. In some huge baseball news, Adam Adovino signed a three-year deal <laughs> with the Yankees. This is more uh, needlessly endless coverage of a reliever <laughs> signing a contract yeah it, I, I mean yeah I, I, adam Adovino should not be a news story at all no no it uh the uh the hot stove league has just become a a, a season of like relievers signing contracts it's brutal and they're all with the yankees too yeah <laughs> why what what do the yankees why do they need all those relievers i don't know they, what's the point they saw the brewers doing it and they said we're gonna do this but we're gonna spend a lot more money on it yeah exactly yeah anyway so let's uh let's get started uh yeah. with a pitcher so we're just gonna go uh, oh well i say he's an outfielder Ah, yeah. Well, well, well Jeremy, we're going to start with Rick Ankeel. Rick Ankeel's uh, on the ballot this, this year. This is his first year of the ballot. So I uh, I actually like Rick Ankeel. He has kind of a special place uh, in my heart. Um, back when he was a pitcher uh, in the early 2000s, um, before he went nuts, I actually saw him make a start with uh, the Cardinals at at, at Bush Stadium. Um, okay. I, I went to a game with my family, and he started. 
Nice. Um, and so I've always kind of, uh, you know, I've always kind of had a, a close connection with him because of that, and I followed his career. Did he lose it in his rookie year? Was that his? I think it was the maybe the year after okay, he started losing year. it, and I think it was maybe in the postseason that yeah. he started losing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He like yeah. threw a pitch that went like over, like I want to say Carlos Beltran's head or something. Yep. Yeah. And then like that was it. That was like <laughs> the, the breaking point or something. But uh, yeah, Rick Ankeel, like uh, interesting guy. Like he he, he started off as a pitcher, lost. Lost control. Like, I think he had Steve Blass syndrome. Mm-hmm. Is what Steve they call Blast it. Steve Blass syndrome. Yeah. Um, who's who's now currently an announcer for the Pirates. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, couldn't find the strike zone, and then uh, left baseball and came back as a hitter, and was like a good power hitter for a while. He, he was. Um, you know, one of uh, my other memories of Rick Ankiel was uh, I went to a Cubs game with my dad at Wrigley Field. And he, uh, Ankeel was playing for the Braves. Uh, so this was probably towards the, uh, oh, the ta- Braves? Yeah, the tail end of his career. He was with the Braves. And uh, Carlos Marmol was uh, on the mound. This might have been like 2009 or 10. Okay. And uh, Ankeel hit, it was like a two out uh, bases clearing triple in the, uh, in the ninth <laughs> inning. Okay. And then so Ankeel hit it, and then uh, Marmol was lifted to booze from yeah. the, uh, from the, audi- uh, the crowd. That sounds about right, yeah. So um, uh, I got to see Ankiel do throw a frozen rope um, <clears throat> to I think nail a guy at like second or third base nice. uh, against the Cubs. So that was I love uh, the outfield assist and Ankiel had a sick he had a crazy arm yeah uh, and I got to see him like throw someone like do an outfield assist. You know, as a awesome. reverse, uh, aren't they? So you know, Ankiel didn't work out as a pitcher, but they converted him to an uh, outfield. Aren't weren't they going to make Anthony Ghost a pitcher? Oh yeah, I, I don't think know if that so. ever panned out because I, I haven't seen him pitch at all in the majors. No, but. that's right. I I remember that was the last like news story I heard about him. But, yeah, but now like I, it sounds like uh, what's it, Michael Lorenzen? Okay, uh, yeah, the, might become like a, a an outfielder. A, an outfielder. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, and the Rays are looking at Matt Davidson for a two way player. So um, oh wow, yeah. Well, look, leave it to the Rays. Yeah, uh, to innovate something like that. Yeah, I mean, you know, they could have just asked us. We saw him pitch a hell of an inning. Yeah, yeah. Or ask John Carlos Stanton. He wouldn't yeah. even go back to the outfield after he got struck out. I, I think Stanton might be asking for a trade out of the <laughs> American League East if that, <laughs> if that ends up coming into fruition. But uh, yeah, so okay, Rick Ankiel. As far as this Hall of Fame uh, candidacy goes, it's a big fat no. Yeah, but, uh, no, he's not going to get in. But yeah. uh, we love you, Rick Ankeel. Yeah, for uh, sure. Next down the list is Juan Pierre. Oh, uh, Juan Pierre. Uh, he, so he was, if we ever do a, an episode about guys who played for both the Cubs and White Sox, uh, Juan yeah. Pierre would be included in that episode. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, um, so he, I think he was on... Well, Jesus, was he on the 03 Marlins? I don't remember, but um, <clears throat> I know that the Cubs... Uh, traded um he was part of let's see you guys jeremy i got him up there he was he was he played for the 03 marlins wow for five consecutive years he played in 162 games yeah that's quite a streak yeah yeah he had he you know he had some sneaky good numbers he okay so he was on the cubs one year maybe Uh uh-huh and like the cubs i want to say the cubs traded dontro no no not dontro willis they traded someone for him. Uh, oh, Ricky Nolasco, I think, okay, or something oof, like okay, that. Okay, okay. But, um, but he came to the Cubs for one year, and like it was a completely pointless like uh, venture because the Cubs sucked. But he like led the league in hits or something. But and it just goes to show you that it's like, yeah, a guy can lead the league in hits, but make no impact. On his <laughs> he had two hundred and four hits. He did. Yeah. He did lead the league in hits. That you played in all one hundred sixty-two games. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. The Cubs did nothing. The Cubs it, were pointless. You know, surprisingly, Jeremy, he had a career two ninety-five average, which yeah. is which is not bad. No, not bad. No, admirable, especially for like a, a small guy. Yep. Yep. Um, led the how, league in steals three times. Um, man, six hundred fourteen career steals. Did he have more? 
more than 15 homers? Uh, he had 18 home runs Ooh, for his whole career. Okay, yeah, see, okay. I always remember Juan Pierre as being a guy who would get like 660 official at-bats and have like one home run. Yeah, yeah, almost a throwback kind of guy, I yeah. guess. Yeah, yeah. But um, he so, ain't making my Hall of Fame. <laughs> no, 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 not my Hall of Fame either. But no. he is in the Hall of Fame of guys who would wear their socks like really high. Yeah, Because I think he sure. would do that. Yeah, but, for sure. But uh, I agree, I agree, Jeremy. Okay, so the next one on our list is Darren Oliver. Darren Oliver, another like one of those like 20-plus year relief pitchers. Yep, yeah, he, he's one of those guys where like you see him on a team and you're like this guy is still pitching yeah for sure like a latroy hawkins type of guy or you'll look at like a roster from t- 2011 and they're like oh my god this guy was still in the league in 2011 <laughs> which is awesome but uh um yeah it's funny because it's like people don't think that closers or designated hitters should be in the league so it's like in the hall or yeah in the, in the hall of fame so like i wonder if we'll ever come to a day where people are like middle relievers should be in the hall of fame like, yep but uh, again, not he's not making this one. No, no. Uh, okay, John Garland. Oh, John Garland, another Cub, uh, a Cub that got traded away uh, before, you know, as a as a prospect. Oh yeah, right. Uh, a la uh, Chris Archer uh, was mm-hmm. Josh Donaldson a, a Josh Cub Donaldson. farmhand? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, was that was that by the Hendry regime that he was traded? Um, yeah, if it was, it was the very early regime, and I, I want to say. God dang it. Who did he get traded for? Matt Karchner, maybe, or something? Oof, yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't okay. know. <laughs> uh, well, Jeremy, uh, as you said, he ain't making my Hall of Fame. 437 <laughs> career ERA Not uh, in, in my over Hall 2000 innings. <laughs> in over 2,000 innings, he had a 437 career ERA. Uh, not too good, but he did uh, He did hang around for a little while, and he was an integral part of that 05 White Sox He was. Uh, he was. Rotation. He was one of those. He was one of the, yeah, he, yeah. Was he one of the four guys who started like uh, in the World Series? I think he probably did. I think yeah. he was one of the four. Because um, like they, they didn't they sweep the Astros? Yeah, I believe they. I do believe they swept yeah. the Astros. Yeah, and like uh, I don't, you know, they 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 no starter pitched more than once. Like no no starter started more than once in that series. Yeah, there's one, one, two, three, four, and and disposed of the Astros. You know, Jeremy, if if we didn't live in Chicago, like th- that World Series gets brought up enough in this city, but that uh-huh. was probably one of the more uh, unmemorable World Series. It in- was yeah, it was one of the like lowest rated World Series ever. Yeah. Um, but like. And it, it, yeah, uh, forgettable and, uh, but like, and totally one-sided. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I, it's hard for, it's hard for me to like separate myself, like, and, and appreciate that, that team. But, uh, that one inning that El Duque pitched against the Red Sox was, was pretty impressive, I mm-hmm. gotta say. But, uh, that was in the championship series. But, uh, I was right. He got traded for Matt Karchner. That's a good call, Jeremy. Yeah, yeah. That's a deep <laughs> Cubs knowledge right there. Um, but, uh, yeah, so John Garland, uh, yeah, not gonna make my, my Hall no, of Fame. No. Um, but I was gonna say, they shouldn't, like, I think, I don't, I'm not exactly sure what the criteria of getting on the ballot is. Like, I know you have to be 10 years or something like that. And then, obviously, you have to be retired for, like, I think seven, is it? Or five? Maybe it's I five I want to say it's now. five because the guys yeah. who had their last year in 2014 will be eligible next year. So, okay. like, Jeter is eligible yeah. next year. Okay. So, but, like, you know, I would think for a pitcher, like, they, their ERA should be below four to even yeah, be on the, that, the yeah, ballot. That's a great point. Yep. Yeah. But uh, John Garland just made it uh, under these current rules. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. All right. So, John Garland is a no. Uh, Michael Young... 
Michael Young is is next on on the ballot here, and uh, I actually liked Michael Young as a player. Yeah, yeah, totally boring ass dude. Yes, boring, boring guy. But uh, <laughs> he, yeah, uh, never the most remarkable player on his own team. Yeah, by uh, by any stretch. Sure. But uh, he hit three hundred uh, yeah. for his for his career, which is pretty good. Made a bunch of All Star teams. Yeah, and led the league in hitting in two thousand five. Yeah, yeah, I liked him. I. I, I um, uh, it's funny, actually, when I got back into baseball card collecting in like the mid 2000s, mm-hmm. I made sure like, I liked Michael Young a lot at the time, and I got like his like rookie cards and yeah. stuff. And then when I got back into it like two years ago, I was like, "What do I have all these Michael Young cards?" Like, <laughs> I sold them all. So uh-huh. I had like an autographed Michael Young card, and I disposed of it. But um, yeah, he's pretty, not making the good player. Not yeah. not Hall of Fame worthy, but he was no. pretty solid. Yeah, I agree. Although I guess you know. Harold Baines is making it. I was going to say about Harold Baines, and we can talk about this when we get to Fred McGriff, but yeah, like okay. he completely threw off, he has thrown off the curve it's, for like what a Hall of Famer should yeah, be. Yeah, it's totally like muddied the waters. Like, you know, and like people could say like some of the rumored steroid guys who have been in, let in at this point also muddied the waters, but like Baines muddies them in a whole different way. Yeah. It's so weird. Yep. Um, yeah, I agree. You know, and Jeremy, I, I do think that like guys who are elected in by that committee should maybe yeah. have like a, a separate hallway or something. Um, yeah. they should be like separate from the guys who actually got in. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It's like, that's like a big old asterisk on, on, on there. Like, you know, Ron Santo got in through like a veterans committee yep. or yep. something. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think, I think you could argue that Ron Santo deserved it. But uh, I mean, yeah, this Baines thing is just so weird, man. Do we mm-hmm. do we get into it on the podcast? Uh, I don't. I didn't I don't think we remember. got that deep into it. It's like you know, Reinsdorf and who else was on the? Well, Reinsdorf and Larusa were on there, and I yeah. think that they were the deciding votes. Yeah, and it's like they're not doing him any favors by putting him in because now he was a great player, but now. All, all people are talking about is how he doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. It's yeah. almost as if he was like a shitty, like, 200, like, a Mendoza line player. Like, but he was a great player. But he, to put him in that category is, like, now opening him up to this a whole new level of scrutiny that he doesn't deserve. No, no. But anyway. Um, so. uh, our next guy is uh, a guy named, uh, well, Jason Bay. We got Jason Bay. You know, yeah. I always like Jason Bay. Yeah, I mean, I bet you wouldn't like him if you were a Met fan or a Red Sox fan. Yeah, because but, uh, of that ridiculous contract that he yeah, signed. Yeah, for sure. Uh, he but. had that one good year, I think it was 09, with the uh, the Red Sox. Um, uh, I, I saw him in a okay. game at, uh, at uh, White Sox versus Red Sox game here in Chicago. Okay. And he just blasted uh, a home run to left field, uh, which I thought was pretty cool. It was like the only time I ever saw Jason Bay play live. Uh, that mm. was a heck of a Red Sox team he was on, too. I mean, had Ortiz, Euclid, Lowell, Veritek was on that team. Yeah. Uh, they had some studs, Pedroia. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Jason Bay, definitely not a Hall of Famer. No, no, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I've seen him a million times with the Pirates versus the Cubs. and mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, he was he's one of those guys who, like, didn't seem like... He doesn't look like a guy who would have been, like, a sought-after power hitter. No. But, um, yeah, he was... He, he could hit for power, but, yeah, he's uh, not a Hall of Famer. But. No. Um, Travis Hafner. I had read uh, read an article stating that uh, Travis Hafner had received zero votes uh, so far out of everybody who's uh, voted so far. <laughs> Not even like the Cleveland sports writers who have votes. Yeah, that's that's funny. Mm-hmm. It's funny like when guys get like one vote. Yeah, and it's like clearly from like the hometown beat writer who was just like his friend or something. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Uh, he bought him a steak once or something. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, Travis Hafner, uh, great nickname, Pronk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was a which was a portmanteau of two different nicknames, which was the Project and Donkey. 
Oh, okay. So. Well, I think Adam Dunn was the big donkey, right? Yeah, or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah you, you know, you, you wonder where those nicknames come from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One can only wonder, but uh, even yeah. Rain Delay Theater won't get into that. No, no, but, no, no. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, next guy on the list is Ted Lilly, ah, former Ted Chicago Lilly. Cub. There's a lot of Cub-centric, uh, Chicago-centric like uh, guys on this ballot. Ted yeah. Lilly, goddamn, Ted Lilly uh, famously um, almost like went into the seventh inning with a no-hitter the day after Carl Zambrano got his no-hitter. Oh, wow. Um, also, Ted Lilly uh, slammed the uh, mitt on the mound uh, in the NLDS against the Diamondbacks, I think, after giving up a home run to maybe Eric Burns or maybe Chris Young. I can't remember. Okay, okay. But he slammed his, his, his mitt on the on the mound after giving up a homer. Oh, wow. But uh, also a guy who I think, I think he was the guy who got signed by Jim Hendry when he was on like a... When he had like an IV in his arm or something, like because he had like a mild heart attack or something. Ted Lilly did. Yeah, or no, or Jim uh, Ted, Hendry. Jim Hendry did. And yeah. Like, Ted Lilly, like they finalized the contract because now they're talking about like how Depoto made that trade this offseason. I think it was like the Cano trade or something. While he was, uh, or maybe it was like the Incarnacion, like while he was on, like in the hospital or something. Yeah. But it's like, man, Jim Hendry did that before. And Jim <laughs> Hendry really was, really, like, legitimately didn't look healthy. So, like, he, you know, he earned it more than DePoto, former, you know, pretty boy baseball player, I guess. I guess, I think, I think Jim Hendry actually might have, I don't even know if he played or not, but yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so Ted Lilly, um, you know, he had a good run with the Cubs yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, he did. He like, did. The Cubs signed that signed him to that contract and uh it actually was like a good signing. Like it was. Yeah. I mean, he had a, a you know, a couple seasons over 200 innings for them. He certainly took the ball and yeah, uh, yeah his area was right around high 3s, uh, low 4s pretty much the whole time he was with the Cubs. Sure he might not have been having his foot on the rubber when he pitched and getting that little like you know, eight inch advantage like closer to home plate. There was that thing that came out where like they caught him not standing on the rubber. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know about that. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well that makes sense because uh-huh. yeah, he, to be pitching as good as he was, he might've had to been like getting some sort of like inside advantage. But, sure. But yeah, so um, yeah, great guy. But, uh, and he's like in the front office of the Cubs now, I think. Oh, is he really? Yeah. So, okay. I don't know, but uh, not in the, not in the hall of fame. No. Uh, Vernon Wells. Is next. Ooh, an interesting case. I mean, certainly no case for the Hall of Fame. No. But uh, didn't he sign? Is he? Did he sign some kind of ridiculous contract with the Blue Jays? Uh, let me look it up. I yeah. feel like, yeah. I think so. I remember, I mean, he came up with the Blue Jays, right? But then maybe he signed an extension or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, what did, I think he bounced around maybe to the Yankees at one point. Okay, yeah. His uh, his career, yeah, he was on the Yankees at the end of his career. Okay. Uh, his career earnings were $131 million. So, you, uh, you know, even though he's not going to make the Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah, he can enjoy that money, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a guy, again, he's like a good, he was like a solid guy uh, for a long time. Um, I was never a fan of his, like, uh-huh. I just, maybe he was just never on any teams that I cared about, really, but he played yeah. with Delgado, I guess, in uh, in Toronto. Yeah, he would have right? been, he would have been playing with Delgado. Yeah, he came up in 99, so he was around for a little while, or he made his debut in yeah. 99. And this is interesting, too, because I think we've talked about it during the podcast before, but that right around 99 was, was the years that I kind of, like, lost my way with baseball. Yeah. I missed the debuts of a lot of these guys. So actually a lot of them are on the ballot. Mm -hmm. Um, Vernon Wells totally is a guy that like, it just, I kind of missed, uh, Bobby Abreu is another one. Yep. Uh, and then like, by the time I got back into baseball, they had already been established and I didn't really know of them coming up. So I was just like, Oh, okay. I guess this guy's good because they're telling me he's good. Yeah. He, he, I kind of lump him and Carl Crawford together for some Uh, reason. They seem like very similar type of, type of players. Yeah, for sure. 
Well, okay, so moving right along. Sweaty Freddy Garcia. Ooh, uh, and why does he get that nickname, Jeremy? He, he, if, if, man, I wish we could pull up like, uh, a, like footage of just a random game that he was pitching in like you know, July or something, because he used to sweat profusely. Well, he looks he looks sweaty in his baseball <laughs> reference photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, sweaty Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> also on the... Was he on... See, I, this is when I always get confused. I oh, never remember if he's on the 05 Sox or not. Uh, he... Yeah, he was on the 05 White Sox. He started 33 games for that 05 okay, White Sox. Okay, so he Sox was part team. of that. He was one of those four in the rotation then. Yes, I guess. he must have been, yeah. 228 innings pitched for them. He went 14-8 and eight with a 387 ERA. Pretty solid. Yeah, there you go. I think Luiza is the guy who I always think is on the 05 White Sox, and he wasn't. Okay. By that point, he he wasn't on him. But, um, uh, but yeah, Freddie Garcia, I mean... Yeah, I don't know. He was his like his formative years were in Seattle, and mm-hmm. uh, I wasn't really watching too much Seattle baseball at that time. No, no. Um, of course, yeah, he would have. Those would have been some decent Seattle teams. Um, with uh, Ichiro was on yeah. those, and Edgar Martinez, and probably A Rod for the first couple. What are his inning? But he 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 was consistently over two hundred there for a yeah, while. Yeah, right? yeah. For a while, he was like one, two, three, four, five, five out of six years. He pitched two hundred innings, and then he had a couple more years in the middle of his career where he pitched over two hundred. Both of those with the White Sox. Yeah. So yeah, he was uh he, he was definitely like a, a legit guy who would take the ball. Um, yeah, of course. But his career ERA is four fifteen and twenty two hundred innings, uh, which is pretty mediocre. Yeah, that's no that's no good. Um, no. But uh, uh, yeah. so so no to the Hall of Fame, uh, yeah. but uh, maybe uh, yes to a uh, I don't know I was gonna make a sweat joke but I got yeah. I got nothing yeah I don't know like a uh, deodorant headband yeah <laughs> endorsement yeah yeah <laughs> yeah uh, Derek Lowe I feel like Derek Lowe is one of those uh, was he a starter and then a closer or was he a closer and then a starter I think he was a closer and then a starter yeah he was he was I feel like that never that never happens it's usually the other way around yeah 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 it's interesting. Interesting, and he he was an integral part of the 04 um, uh, Red Sox. Yeah, yeah, started 33 games for them, yeah. We had a friend who had a story about, like, going to Derek Lowe's house uh, after they won the World Series and, like, toilet papering his house or something. Really? Yeah. Do you remember that that story? No, I don't remember that. I never heard that. A mutual friend of ours. No, you were there, I think. Oh, oh. We might have had a couple drinks. Okay, okay. Well, that's... back in our theater days. That's that's hilarious. I think I can kind of guess who it is. Yeah, yeah, But uh, that's that's awesome. Well, we don't want to get the police call on that person. No. So uh, maybe perhaps (laughs) we should just move on. We'll move on. Derek Lowe, sorry, you're not making the Hall of Fame. But, uh... He was like a, you know, I don't know, dependable guy, but uh, yeah, not in the Hall of Fame. Another former Red Sox, Kevin Euclid. Euclid. Now, I loved Kevin Euclid, the Greek god of walks. Yeah, according to uh, Jonah Hill. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, the, the, he, uh, yeah, he had some decent years. He didn't really play for very long. Um, yeah, and just, he fell off really quick. He did. He did. They uh, said that was, uh, Euclid is the guy, is the kind of guy who, like, I learned about uh, like bat speed, really, mm-hmm. because he's the kind of guy who like was only good as long as his bat was was fast. Sure, and as soon as it lost like a, a touch, he kind of just fell off the edge of the earth. Yeah, coincidentally, right around the time he signed with the White Sox. <laughs> <laughs> so. um, he, yeah, he did. He did have a couple of decent years. He had one year, uh, two thousand eight. He had twenty nine homers, one hundred fifteen RBIs, and a three twelve average. Yeah, that was uh, probably which... the year that I. The year before I kept him in my fantasy baseball league. Oh, oh, so you, was that uh, you said you did keep him, or you? I probably kept him nice. coming out of that year. I, I kept yeah. him for a long time because okay. we uh, our league is the tiebreaker is on base percentage, mm. so I always 
one of those high on base guys. For sure. You know, interestingly enough about Euclid, he never played more than 150 games. He never played 150 games in any season. Yeah. So that's kind of crazy. But uh, yeah, sorry, Kevin Euclid, you will not make it. I did see Kevin Euclid because um, I don't know if he's still with the Cubs, but he, he I think he had a front office job with the Cubs because uh-huh. he's in with Epstein and stuff. Yeah, right. And I saw him walking around. Uh, Wrigley Field um, before, I think it was the 2015 uh, NLCS, NLDS against the the Cardinals. He was like walking around the halls and he like went into like the Cubs gift shop or something. Nice, man. You see the coolest people at Cubs games, dude. You saw Uke, you saw uh, Brody Stevens, a comedian we like, you saw uh, Tommy Lasorda. Tommy Lasorda, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I got got that eagle eye. I'm always like looking out for somebody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Okay, uh, next on the list is Placido Polanco. Placido Polanco, uh, his head was as round as the O's in his last name. <laughs> any of his name. Yeah, he had a weird shaped head. Yeah, he did. He did. Very. He had like a muscular head. It was weird. Yeah, they should. I mean, they should vote him in just so they have to make a bust of his head. Like that would be interesting. <laughs> yeah, they'll. It'll, you know, there'll be a bronze shortage in the <laughs> Eastern <laughs> Seaboard or something. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, he had a couple pretty good years. Uh, I think it was uh, my dad and I for a while were playing the 2007 Stratomatic baseball season. He hit uh-huh. 341 that year. Yeah, uh, which is pretty good. Yeah, good, good uh, power. I God, I forgot. Or I mean, uh, good, uh, you know, bat. I forgot that he um, came up with the Cardinals. Yeah, 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 yeah. Played, a, yeah, played a couple years with them. Um, I mostly remember him on the Tigers. Of course, he was with a couple different teams. Yeah, Tigers and the Phillies. I remember mm-hmm. too. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah, well, so, two ninety seven no. career hitter, but uh, just not just not quite good enough for the hall. No, I'm afraid no, not, not not too not too much. Miguel Tejada, ooh, all right, steroid guy, man. I mean, when when you're like named as like the guy who was like injected in the ass by Jose Canseco mm-hmm. in his book, yeah, it's like it's not it's not just that you know he was linked to steroids, but he literally like he was connected to. <laughs> I think I think is that what Canseco said in the book? Like I know. He was either saying he saw like McGuire do it or he did it personally. Okay. But I remember like he like someone wasn't someone was injecting Miguel Tejada in the ass with steroids. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So we're not sure if it was Conseco or not, but it was definitely Tejada getting injected. And it was definitely the ass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're gonna say. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, but uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like he he was a cool story when like you didn't know he was on steroids. He's like a tiny guy. Yep. Uh, was hitting for power. Yeah, um, he's only he's only five nine, but he's two. He weighs two twenty. That's his measurements. That's a that is a built man yeah, to be yeah, two hundred twenty yeah. pounds. Yeah, uh, at that height, and he was probably shorter than that if that's what they're listing him as. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, and he had six straight years where he played one hundred sixty two games. Yeah, right. He was crazy. the um, he was like the Iron Man, like the you know for a while. There yeah, after Cal Ripken. Yep. Yeah. That's right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. His legacy is just too tarnished. And his overall numbers really are not that great. Uh, 307 home runs, uh, a 285 average. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, he had some really, really good seasons. But just because of all of the, uh, steroid controversy and the fact that he, he tailed off, he hung around, you know, those career numbers are probably a little bloated too, because, you know, after 2006, he basically really didn't have a, a real outstanding season. Yeah, well. So, and now, yeah, and he played until 2000. He, he played five or six more years after that. So for me, he's a no. Yeah, he's a no. Sorry. 
But, you know, great ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's see. Who's next Who's next on the list, Jeremy? Big Roy Oswalt. Oh, Roy Oswalt. Okay, yeah, we got a couple of... Uh, we got three former Astros coming up here. All right. Uh, so, Roy Oswalt, uh, I'm going to have to say no. I don't feel like I really have any specific memories about Roy Oswalt, other than the he, fact that he pitched for the Astros. For a while there in the NL Central, Roy Oswalt and Carlos Zambrano were, like, you know, like, duking it out as, like, like you know... Two of the top pitchers in the in the in the division. Yep. Um, and I remember him from that. Uh, and I remember he got like a tractor as a gift or something. Okay. And it was like, of course, Roy Oswald gets a tractor as a gift. That's right. Like what you get, Roy Oswald as a tractor. He's like, oh, I love my tractor. This is a great gift. I love it. Thank you very much. <laughs> he was probably jealous of Zach Cozart for getting that donkey. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I. That's old school. That's an old school tractor. <laughs> That's what he calls a donkey, an old school tractor. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. He was part of that, um, that like, crazy Phillies rotation that, like, never really... I don't know. I guess... They, I don't even remember if... I think they made the playoffs with that rotation, but... Yeah, yeah, because who was it? Like, Halliday, Cliff Lee, Roy Oswalt. Uh, there might have been Ham- one other guy. Was too. Hamels part of it at that uh, point? Yeah, Hamels would have been on that and team, too. And then Joe Blanton was the fifth one, oof, I remember. Oof, That's like, uh, <laughs> you know, that that's like, uh, he, he's like, uh, who is that? Uh, Beetle that got fired. Oh, from yeah. The, uh, Pete Best. Pete Best, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's like, the, Joe Blanton is like Pete Best. Didn't Joe Blanton <laughs> get lit up uh, just a couple years ago in the playoffs? Oh, he gave up the grand slam to Carlos, or to uh, Miguel Montero in the uh, NLCS. That's right. One. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they he threw like two like uh, sinkers like right in the same spot and and uh, yeah um, and uh, the two seamer fastballs and then uh, my, Miguel uh, Montero just cranked that second one right out of there. All right, but we uh, but we digress here. Yes. Uh, uh, whoa, God, we're still talking about Roy Oswald. Uh, yeah, okay. we are. We are. Okay, so um, hey, uh, Jack, do you mind if uh, I stop and uh, take a break to use your restroom? No. Okay. Uh, oh, wait. Hold on. I'm getting a signal from uh, Lance Berkman. He's telling me I'm not allowed in the bathroom. Wait a minute. Okay. So what... what uh, <laughs> you you got to explain this one to me, Jeremy. Well, Lance Berkman is a, is a, a, a very outspoken uh, a, a, um, opposer of... Uh, um, trans, like trans, like is he, unit bathroom. Yeah, is he really of like, yes. like uh, uh, all sex bathrooms? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, that's for some reason. You know, he play, had a great baseball career, but he felt the need to make you know his new life legacy about that. So good, good on him, I guess. Yeah, I always thought he. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's from Waco, Texas. So uh, <laughs> you know, you can just talk about the uh, the incident at Waco, Texas. Yeah. He, maybe he, he maybe he's a Branch Davidian. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, yeah, you know. Lo- Oh, and okay, and actually, speaking of nicknames, Lance Berkman's nickname, Fat Elvis, is oh well. Yeah. Looking at his picture, I guess that uh, that works out. Yeah, I think it's on. I know. Is it baseball on his, ref has like yeah. like nicknames? My sometimes. iPad is, is crapping out. Oh uh, um, yeah, you're okay, yeah. up. It doesn't like us talking about no, the no. situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I like Lance Berkman. Here's, so did I. I like yeah. him as a player. Yeah, I did too. And like and. Um, you know what's funny? Okay, so this is. I know that uh, you know we still have a good ways to go on the ballot, and uh, we haven't admitted anyone. We haven't voted for anyone yet. But uh, real quick, um, I have a Lance Berkman story. I I didn't. My friends didn't like Lance Berkman because he was a Cubs killer. He was on the on the Astros, and he was like my least uh, hated one. Like I didn't like Biggio. I didn't like Bagwell. But Berkman, I kind of liked. Okay. Um, and then at some point when he went to the Rangers, he made some crack about Wrigley Field and he said something like it's a dump or something mm-hmm. and so in a very early uh, stage of Jeremy 
yelling at professional athletes. I was at a Cubs uh, Rangers interleague game where Berkman was like, uh, the, the the Rangers were taking BP, and uh, I went down to like that first level of the concourse and was like, you know, fairly close to the field. And Berkman actually, and I was going to yell something at Berkman, but then like some guy next to me like knew Berkman and he said something like, hey, Lance or something. And like Lance turned, like Berkman turned around and like was looking at him and they were like having a conversation yeah. and I was standing right next to this guy and I'm like, and I, I just yelled <laughs> out, I'm like, hey, Berkman, get out of Wrigley Field or something. I don't even remember what I yelled, but I yelled something <laughs> like, you know, welcome to Wrigley Field, Berkman. Great to have you back or something. Yeah. And uh, and then I just walked away because I was afraid <laughs> the security was going to like usher me out. So I just like took it upon myself to walk away. Yeah. But yeah. he definitely heard me. I will say that. Okay. I'm, that, I feel good about that. That's good. It's good that you got that one in because uh, actually that year with Texas was his last season. There so, you go. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I got him right before he retired. <laughs> Maybe that's why he did. Who knows? Maybe. Uh, okay, uh, our next uh, is another former Astro, uh, Andy Pettit. Yeah, Andy Pettit and uh, another steroid guy. Uh, um, yeah. Admitted steroid admitted guy. Admitted steroid now, guy, he, which makes it a little better. He actually came clean and said that he used it um, uh, during his rehab because like, his rehab was slow and he, he said he used it to try to like get himself healthy or better so he could get like up to speed. Mm-hmm. Total bullshit, but whatever. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah, so. um, and but th- this is just one of those things where people are gonna uh, rag on the hitters for using steroids. I mean, pitchers were doing it too when they could. Yeah. So every kind of everybody was on the same playing field for the most part of the guys who were doing steroids. Of the guys who were doing it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so here, here's my thoughts on Pettit. Uh, yeah. Obviously, a big time winner. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, postseason and otherwise, 256 career wins, a ton of innings, 3,300 innings, an ERA of only of 385, so solid ERA. Uh, took the ball every day. Jeremy, he will eventually be on my ballot, but since this is his first year, um, I'm not going to vote for him in his first year on the ballot. Oh, you're one of these uh, doesn't Ooh. deserve to be in the first ballot. Not, 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 uh, not totally, but there are definitely guys <laughs> like that. Who- no. Yeah, just will not vote for a guy his first year on the ballot. Yeah, just out of principle. No, no. I, I to be honest with you, like even if I thought Pettit was a, a Hall of Famer, um, he's not a first ballot Hall no, of Famer. No, yeah, correct. Yeah, um, yeah I don't. Um, yeah, yeah. So now we're actually getting into guys who might actually, you know, get a vote. But yep. um, yeah, uh, Pettit. I mean, he's good. Like, yeah, he was totally solid, totally good. Uh, left-handed pitcher, right? Like, um, so. Uh, you know, I think he he was a guy you wanted to have on a team, and he's a guy who you'd want to acquire for like a stretch run and stuff. I think he made the the playoffs even with the Astros when they acquired him. Yeah, and I mean he's got what five rings or something. Yeah, I think yeah. He's got. I something mean, and like that. that that counts for something. Yeah, it does. Um, yeah, I would say no. Um, but you know, that's something. Yeah, maybe I would look at longer. But again, um, on the basis of this whole steroids thing, it's a no. Yeah. Um, I don't know if uh, let's. Let's let's wait to get into that. Yeah, like sure. The, we can. We'll arguments. we'll get into the steroids thing later. But yeah, yeah. for me, Pettit, uh, not this year, but maybe eventually. Okay, um, fair enough. Okay, Todd Helton, Jeremy. I love Todd Helton. I yeah. saw him in his first professional game ever with the Asheville Tourists back in 1994. I mm-hmm. want to say when he was with Class A, just drafted out of Tennessee. I believe he was backing up Peyton Manning uh, as yep. the quarterback as well for that team. Uh, I love Todd Helton. He had a great career, but he played all of it with the Rockies, and so he does not get a vote for the Hall of Fame in my book. Sure, that's fair. Um, you know, I think uh, I, I don't tend to like like hold that against too many guys although he was there 
I in many years before the the humidor. humidor. Yes, he was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look at his two thousand stats when they did not have a humidor. He hit three seventy two, yeah. uh, which yeah. is pretty sick. Fifty nine doubles. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, I like I said, I love Todd Helton. I followed his whole career uh, up until his last about five years, which kind of sucked for him. Yeah, yeah, he really tra- he got he was just injured a lot there. At yeah, the end, I think. He, he, he tailed off, but um, but yeah, and and you know, wow, a career three sixteen hitter. But you really do have to take into account the fact that he played half of his games at Coors Field, which even after the humidor is still better a better hitter's park than any any other park. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, yeah. So I I don't know. I think it comes down to whether you. Uh, I don't know. You really want to vote for him or not? Um, but uh, the the that doesn't help uh, his numbers for sure. I love the uh, four fourteen on base percentage. Mm, yeah, uh, career yeah. OBP, which is pretty sweet. But um, he's not on my ballot. I he he's a borderline case for me. But, yes, uh, he is. Um, and and you know another thing to consider is that he is the in my opinion uh, the greatest Colorado Rocky of all time. Probably. Yeah, that's uh, fair, so yeah. I mean he is the greatest player in the history of a franchise. Right. Which may get him some votes down the line. But, yeah. For uh, sure. Not not this year for me. That uh, Tracy Ringlesby, that that writer for the Rockies who wears the cowboy hat. I bet he threw him a vote. <laughs> most most likely. Yeah. Uh, okay. So the next one, uh, Jeremy, is going to be my first yes. Okay. It's going to be Roy Halladay. All right. Now, Roy Halladay is a very interesting case. Um, you know, it sounds like he's going to get in yep. based off of everything that, like, uh, all the, like, early ballots that are being, are being like, published and everything. Um, you know, it's he's a really interesting case. And, like, I, we don't have time to get to really, really uh, pick it apart. But um, he's a no for me. Um but uh, he's definitely some somebody who like he's definitely borderline. They talk about like he like he he kind of um, uh, uh, bring like recalls the Sandy Koufax argument, right? Where like he like had like um, a stretch of years where he was like the best pitcher in baseball, or like arguably the best pitcher in baseball. But he, over the like length of his career, he like didn't have like a huge huge hugely long career of dominance. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, for those like you know handful of years, like maybe. F- five six years he was like you know arguably like the best pitcher in baseball and and really just sick yeah um jeremy i think maybe i'm stealing this from like mike wilbon okay or some other writer i'm not sure but uh you know his standard for the hall of fame is uh you know was a guy dominant for a decade like a decade of dominance yeah Uh, from 2002 to uh 2011 he made eight all-star teams uh which is which is pretty good uh, also, my favorite statistic about the guy is that he threw 67 complete games in his career. Yeah. Uh, he had uh, four years where he threw nine complete games. He had another year where he threw eight and one year where he threw seven. Uh, and actually, three of those uh, nine complete game years were after his age 30 season. Sure. Uh, Two no-hitters in one season, yep. one of which was in the playoffs, yep. which is that to me, like I, I love that. I love that he threw a no hitter in the friggin' playoffs. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. I remember watching that game at home. The last out of the uh, game was uh, Brandon Phillips, I think, uh, and like it was a strike. It was a drop third strike, and like the he dropped the bat, and the ball like went out in front, and, and uh, Carlos Ruiz like had to get it, but the bat and the ball were like touching, and mm. it was like, oh my god, he might not get it, and then like he threw him threw it down to first base, and he got it, and it was like it was awesome. Yeah. Um. So great memories. Rory Halladay for me uh, is one of the first guys, uh, one of the first like uh, really great players that I like made a point to especially go see when yep. they came to town against the Cubs, and then he got lit up. 
Oh, man. So I have a history of seeing, like, great... I think we might have talked about it on one of the podcasts. Yeah. Of seeing great, like, pitchers or great players in person and having them have, like, a horrible day. Sure, for sure. So. Um, it happened to us with Dallas Keuchel. Yeah, there you uh, go. Which there may have go. been when we talked about it. Yes. Uh, but, um, uh, yeah, uh, one thing I was going to bring up, Jeremy, and uh, we might as well talk about it now, is that with the way the the game is changing yeah. in five five or ten years down the road like what starters are even going to be like looked at for the hall of fame anymore these guys <laughs> yeah. are only going five and six innings a start yeah now. that's true yeah i mean yeah certainly like the complete game argument is like yeah he's like one of the last like true horses yeah like, so if you want to give it to him that that's fine like i had no i would have no problem if like roy halley got in i would say if he gets in uh, then Johan Santana, like maybe deserves to get in as for well. Sure. Yep. He's one of those. So I see Halliday as one of those guys who like opens the door for, for some other guys. Yep. Um, and, uh, here, here's another thing just, we should bring up and it's occurred to me, like I was wondering how much of like, so he, so Roy Halliday, uh, died in a plane accident. Yes. Uh, in the, was it like about a year Yeah, it was ago? about a year ago. It was about a year ago. Yeah. And so like, you got to wonder, like. I wonder if that made anyone, it. yeah, it, yep. it like like tilted anyone over to voting yes for him. I read an article uh, today that said Roy Halladay had ninety four percent of the vote right now, yeah, so he yeah. is probably going to get in um, yeah, unless yeah. something drastic happens. Uh, so yeah, and you would think that maybe some of that is just the recency bias of him having died last year. Yeah, yeah. So that's it's interesting. I mean, uh, obviously he was he's he's still. Uh, um, borderline at best case regardless of that so Mm -hmm. um you know i don't know i loved him like he was he was a he was a sick uh pitcher um so i i I, it wouldn't be a disgrace if he made the hall of fame uh but uh i do think like if he gets in like let's talk about johan santana sure for sure there you go so uh yes he's a maybe for you and he's a he's a maybe for me and a yes for you yes uh and here's another yes for me jeremy and i think he's been a yes for everybody they're saying he might be the first unanimous choice in the history of course there's somebody's going to be a dick and like not oh, fill yeah. out their ballot because pete rose isn't on it or something for but sure. uh mariano yeah. rivera um yeah yeah uh just a ridiculous career 652 saves a career 221 era uh, there's just no argument against the guy no no you, you can't argue against it um yeah he should be in uh yeah i mean um who well, Griffey, right, was like... Yep, Griffey was like 99 point... It was like one... There were like four... One, there maybe one or two people who didn't vote for Griffey, but he was not unanimous. I think he was like the highest. Him or like Tom Seaver were the highest ever. I yeah, think. right, right. Yeah, so... um, Yeah, yeah, you know, congrats, Mario Rivera. Yeah. You're in the Hall uh, of Fame. Uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll say this um, about a closer because we're going to be looking at Billy Wagner. Well, we might... We'll be looking at Billy Wagner in a second, but Jeremy, I think when, when you're evaluating a closer, what you really need to look at is uh, it's something that your boy Shohei Otani could only hope to have. Uh-huh. Uh, which is longevity. Uh-huh. Uh, any yeah. any great closer, uh, if if they can do it over a span of ten or fifteen years, yeah, uh, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, like God, you think about the guys in the eighties uh, who were like uh, pitching multiple innings. And yeah, stuff, Lee and Smith. Yeah, and it's crazy. Oh, another guy who got into the Hall of Fame. Yep. Um, uh, yeah, it's crazy to think about that. And like, I was actually like um, Cody Allen just signed with the Angels. And like I hadn't, I didn't it, like I think I knew it, but it didn't occur to me until I looked at it. Like they said his numbers again, but he had like a four seventy something ERA this year. Wow, he still had a lot of saves, but like you know he was like their closer for like closers like they're almost like running backs. Like they have like a three four year span, yep, and then they kind of just like trail off, and it's like um, John Axford, <coughs> yeah, 
so it's it's you know it's even more remarkable what what uh, Rivera did. So so there you go. Andrew Jones or is it Andrew Jones? I never I knew. Th- uh, I've heard both. Yep. Yeah, okay. I've heard both. Well, he is on the ballot, but he is not on mine. He's not on Drew my roster, on my uh, ballot. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, he's not a guy. A guy who um, I guess he. So this is so now we're on to guys. Those were all first uh, year yep. guys, and now we're on to guys who've. Stayed on the ballot now from mm-hmm. at least uh, last year, and so yep. this is uh, Andrew Jones's second ballot. Um, totally a guy. He's one of those guys who was like, you know, didn't excite me at all. Even though he was like a great defender and stuff, but yep. uh, I don't. Yeah, I mean, he was good enough. I guess he was good enough to hang on for a year, but uh, but not a Hall of Famer. No, he's me. not. His his career average is really low too. It's only two fifty four. I mean, not that's not really low. That's just average. But like, that's nothing to write home about. Um, no, no. Uh, good home run numbers, but yeah, just uh, he's just a no for me. Yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, Sammy Sosa ooh, in his seventh ooh. year of eligibility. Yeah, wow, crazy. To quote Sammy Sosa, I'm not a man to have ego, uh, <laughs> which is something he said recently. Sure, and also to quote Sammy Sosa, I love to hit a home run. Is that what he said? <laughs> There's two uh, great Sammy Sosa commercials that you probably didn't see uh, not being in the market growing up, but one was um, like... So I don't know if it was for his video game. I think it was. I think it was for his video game, um, and he's. Just, it just shows him, and he's just like a complete stiff. And you know, they they give him one line to say he was in the commercial, uh, but that's all he could handle. And his line was, "I love to hit a home run." <laughs> that was one. Number two was a commercial for Fox uh, Baseball. It was a, it was actually like you remember when the trend of like funny baseball commercials were happening? Yeah. Like um the Rockies had a lot of funny uh local commercials. But um uh there's a commercial where um Ryan Sandberg and Sammy Sosa walk into a locker room and there's a guy like there's a player like they're looking for a player or something. There's a player on the floor covered in ses- in uh, uh, sunflower seeds, and like he's just like laying stiff, like he's dead or something. Jesus. And uh, I think like Ryan Sandberg says like, "Well, someone's gonna have to like." He's like, "Sammy, you're gonna have to give him mouth to mouth." And he goes, "Oh no!" <laughs> like, <laughs> that's it. And Jack, you, I, YouTube exists, and I've killed. I've like died to find. I think. I think you can find the the Sammy so the I love to hit a home run yeah. commercial, but like that that one with the oh no, like you yeah. can't find it anywhere, and I would oh. kill to I would kill to see it again. Man, man, yeah, that's too bad. Uh, hopefully stuff. that the same thing doesn't happen to that Eric Estrada clip. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, so Jeremy, just in that same vein, before we go on, uh, yeah. uh, I, I used to own a NFL uh, 2K4 uh, for PlayStation 2, it must have been, uh, okay. and they had uh, Brian Urlacher did a similar thing where he introduced the game, and it, it was, uh, hey, I'm Brian Urlacher, welcome to EA Sports NFL 2K4. Uh, you know, <laughs> just like the stiffest thing yeah. ever. Yeah, uh, for sure. You gotta love it. Brian Urlacher has hair now, I guess. Yeah, he does. Uh, yeah, he uh, restored 54, actually. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Uh, so, Sammy Sosa is a no for me. No, Sammy Sosa's just a clown. Like, he would not have achieved those numbers if he hadn't been on steroids. Okay. Should we talk about yeah, Sosa, let's just do Bonds it now. and now. Let's just do it now, because Bonds and Clemens are going to be further up, but we might as well just talk about it now. Let's get Here's into it. I feel like uh, Bonds and Clemens would have been Hall. This is such a, a, a opinion-based thing, but uh-huh. I feel like Bonds and Clemens would be Hall of Famers 
even without steroids. And I would probably say the same thing about A-Rod, although he's just such a two-time cheater and liar that it's, it's <laughs> difficult to say what's going to happen with him. But I think Bonds and Clemens should be in, but uh, Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire and Palmero should not be. Okay. okay. Um, and especially Sosa. Uh, I mean, he was just putting up video game numbers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. I, I just, you know, and he was, he was a huge, I, I don't think the player's personality sh- should be taken into account, uh, which is actually why I said yes to Kurt Schilling, but okay. um, Sosa was just such an asshole, and he was so selfish, and he was all about himself, and he, he never really won shit as far as no. the World Series, well, what the World Series was concerned. Yeah, well, yeah, and his best chance was in 03, and he yep. didn't do anything for that team um, in, in, in that time. So, okay, it, it's interesting. Now, uh, you know... I, Sammy Sosa gave me like the in person like the furthest home run I ever hit or ever saw hit. Uh huh. He loved to hit it too. Yeah, um. yeah, he did. Um, and uh, uh, you know, he gave me some great memories. Um, I remember there was a time where they were going to trade him back in like 1995 uh-huh. or something, and uh, 96. I don't even remember, but like I was, I remember at that time thinking like. Uh, I actually I don't even remember how I felt. I don't. I just I was, it was the first time I was like thinking about like oh like do I want him to go because I thought he was a jerk back then. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was thinking like oh well he's gonna go to another team and be good and kill the Cubs or something. But uh, and he ended up staying. Um, you know I, I don't know. Here's the thing. Okay, so um, <clears throat> Sosa is a no for me. Bonds is a no for me. Clemens is a no for me. Okay. And I, it's all I. Yeah, so we, it's just, you know, and this is the debate about um, all-star balloting is like, or I mean, Hall of Fame balloting is, um, do you let the steroid guys in? I, I'm just like, I'm just as, as happy to say no. Like, mm-hmm. let, let them in. Because like, or like, keep them out. Because um, the less guy, the less guys in the Hall of Fame, the better. The less guys in, the more prestigious it is. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if, if there's a reason to like, Keep someone out, keep them out. I think <laughs> you know. Call me Joe Morgan, if you will. <laughs> but uh, but uh, I mean, like I, I'll give it to a guy when when they, um, you know, when they when they've earned it. But like, if you did steroids, like we can just keep you out. We'll just keep you out. Like it's fine. You know, mm-hmm. like you don't have to be in the Hall of Fame. Um, Len Casper has a good argument for letting in, um, for playing the side of letting these guys in is that they have to give a speech mm-hmm. and like. They're gonna have to like, you know, you know. I mean, honestly, they probably would just gloss over it. I doubt yeah. that they would ag- no. uh, uh, acknowledge it. No. But like, that would be one thing where it's like, well, they have to like, kind of like, face that choice or whatever sure. to acknowledge it or not. Um, I kind of feel like if you let Clemens and Bonds in, I think you should let Sosa in too. And then in for a penny, in for a pound. Yeah, and then then you open the floodgates because then yep. McGuire gets in. Uh, Palmero probably deserves it. Like, um, here's the thing: Pudge Rodriguez uh, is already in. He Bagwell, just, Bagwell. Those are two definite steroids guys. I personally think that Piazza and yep. and uh, Biggio were also on steroids. Probably. No yep. one's talking about this. I think I'm not 100 percent sure Tommy wasn't on steroids. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm not 100 percent sure Frank Thomas wasn't on steroids. Mm-hmm. Ken Griffey. Yeah. Like these. Those are guys who like no one ever talks about. But like, why do people just assume that they're clean? Yeah, I don't know why. They had injuries. Like they all had injury problems. Maybe not Tommy so much. I, maybe he did. I don't know. But like 
Griffey, like, completely seems to me like a steroids guy, but no one ever talks about no, Griffey as being a steroids Actually, guy. yeah, people defend his honor and say that he never did it. Yeah. In an era where, like, everybody was doing steroids, he didn't. But how did they know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Frank Thomas was huge. Yeah. I saw yep. Frank Thomas in person when I was, like, uh, 12 years old at a baseball card convention, and, like, the guy's forearm was as big as, like, my legs now, and it's, like, the guy was just massive, like, and he, he got bigger throughout his career. Like, I, I just... I don't know. Tommy got huge. Like I know yep. men, aging men get bigger, but like these guys are huge. And yep. like, I'm not convinced that they weren't on steroids. Mm-hmm. They were nice guys, mm-hmm. but like, you know, whatever. So anyway, um, I think that just like, keep them out. If you're going to, if you're, if, if you got a reason to not let them in, keep them out. Sure. Um, yeah, Jeremy, one, one thing I think too, is that, uh, you know, the history of baseball has not always been like, uh, peachy. Sure. You know, yeah. and so you know, I mean, we there was an era where they did only let white guys play. Yeah, but we true. talk about that in the Hall of Fame. They don't ignore that. So this is a it's a black eye in the history of baseball. But I think that the Hall of Fame is there to honor the uh, history of yeah. the, of the game of baseball. Yeah. So I mean, you might as well just just talk about this point of history and just say, hey, like there was a point where these guys were doing steroids. Talk about that on the plaques of the guys who failed drug tests and yeah. just say these were his numbers, but also like this happened during the steroid era. Yeah. I mean, that's it. I, I, I think that there's a valid point to that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like there were guys, yeah, like, like guys like Josh Gibson and uh, Satchel Page and, and uh, Buck O'Neill, I think. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like these guys like weren't allowed to play, like Satchel Page eventually played in the majors, but like not at like when he's like, when he was like 50 59. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah. You know, um, so certainly, yeah, there's something to be said for that too. So I, if you, if, if that's your argument, I, I can support that. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think, yeah, it should be addressed on the, the plaque, but then it's weird because it's like the guy is going to be giving a speech next to a plaque that says he was played, he hit these numbers during the steroid era. Right. And like, you know, it's it's just it's an awkward thing, and like I don't know. I, I part of me is like the fact that Bagwell and like these guys and Pudge already got in. I'm like, well, just let everyone else in at this point. But, yeah. You know, I don't know. And what they're saying that Bonds is very close, right? This yeah, year? I mean, he got uh, well he, last year. He got fifty six point four percent of the votes. So this year, uh, yeah, actually this year he might be over seventy right now. He's, but yes. they say that it's going to go down yeah. when all of the ballots come in. Yeah, for sure. So I don't know. So, but um, Clemens and Bonds are a yes for you, right? Ah, uh, they are for me. Yes. Uh, okay. okay. Well, let's move on to uh, Scott Rowland. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, exactly. Actually, the one thing I'll say about Scott Rowland is that, like, for years I forgot about Scott Rowland, okay. and then all of a sudden he was on an All Star team. Oh, okay. You know what? Well, yeah. Let's look at his career once, real quick. Okay. He went like he disappeared for a number. Of, yeah. So like from 2006, like he didn't make any All Star teams, and he made it in 2010, and then he made it in 2011 again too. Because he was a solid player. Yeah. Uh, but no, he's not going to be in the Hall of Fame. No. Um. You know, Cardinal. He was like a. Who's a cub killer with mm-hmm. the Cardinals and with the Phillies? Was and, he? Uh, yeah, and I, uh, you know, yeah, no, uh, no for me. He was a very solid guy. He's a career or Hall of the Very Good. Yeah, Hall of the Very Good. Yeah, I actually I saw him play uh, in a game at Veterans Stadium uh, oh, wow. uh, when back, and I think it was '98 or '99. Mike uh, Lieberthal in that game? Uh, he might. Yeah, actually, very <laughs> well might have been Mike Lieberthal. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if Rico Bronia was. I don't know if he was still in the Phillies. <laughs> he probably might have been. But uh, yeah, Veterans Stadium, shitty stadium. Yeah, okay. Um, uh, so anyway, uh, Billy Wagner, your boy, Billy Wagner. So Billy Wagner is a yes for me. Yeah. Um, only my only my second uh, yes mm-hmm. so far, and both mm-hmm. closers, uh, interestingly enough. I mean, I think that the argument of like, you know, closers shouldn't be let in is kind of dumb. Um, yeah. 
I I think I mean he is what he is. Like he like should he like <laughs> you know what's the argument? It's like he should have grabbed Bobby Cox or something by the by the throat and said, "You better start me, you son of a bitch." Like, yeah. Or like uh, uh, Larry Durker, whoever was the uh, Astros yeah, um, yeah. manager. It wasn't Larry Durker like an an announcer for the Astros before they hired him for was, the yeah. big league job. Yeah, I think that's 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 right. So I mean, he is what he was, and like okay, so like. I'll pull up his numbers really quick. Yeah, I got them um, up here too. You got them? Okay. Um, I mean, yeah. What's uh, his his K per nine is like something crazy. Um, his K per nine is like 30 or something. I don't know. It's not 30, but it's... um. Uh, yeah, strikeouts per nine, 11.9 strikeouts per uh, nine innings. Yeah, I mean... For his career, it looks like. Yeah, and I know he's a closer, but still. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, some of his numbers, like his strikeout numbers were sick. Um Yeah, 11.9. Uh, K's to walks is uh, almost four. Like, um, I just think he had just down 11, uh, 1196 strikeouts in 903 innings. Yeah. I mean, and that's pretty awesome. Again, he had that longevity. I mean, even in his last year, 2010, he had 37 saves and a 143 ERA at yeah. age 38. Yeah. Um, so he, yeah, he was like a closer his whole career, never really faltered except for, uh, maybe an injured year or two. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was he was really good. For me, he's he's the hall of the very good. Like I looked at his stats and then I looked at Rivera's stats and mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, Rivera I'm going to vote for Wagner maybe not right now." Sure, sure. Um and so let's let's look at the closures who've gotten in recently. Trevor Hoffman got in, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Lee Smith got in now off of that bullshit committee or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um but I, Lee Smith was a guy who I would have voted for too. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not saying like let in like Francisco Cordero and like Doug Jones and like, these other <laughs> guys, but I mean like the top five closers in history. Yeah. Like, go ahead and let them in. Yeah, let them in. You know, yeah. uh-huh. like so I I think Wagner should be let in. I I don't think enough people um, have Wagner's back and and like so I'll uh, he'll, he would be on my ballot. I like that they they say that he won the Rolades Relief uh, Man of the Year award. <laughs> nice. Do they still give that away? Um, no, I don't. I don't. Know. I don't know if like Rolades uh, like <laughs> has that advertising campaign anymore. No, and I was gonna say like are Rolades still around? They are, I suppose. It's actually interesting because I'm eating like sweet tarts right now, <laughs> which are like the sweet version of it's a candy version of Rolades. But um, but yeah, so like uh, yeah, I guess they're, they're like uh, we can stick around. I know Tums is giving us around for our money, but uh, we don't have enough to support to make this trophy. Every year, so yeah. Sorry, MLB. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. The last Roy's Relief Man of the Year was maybe like uh, Todd Jones or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Gary Sheffield. Uh, he's a no for me as far as Hall of Fame goes. Yeah. But he uh, he is the answer to a great trivia question. One of four guys to homer in uh, four different decades. Yes, that's what it was, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's. Yeah. That's a. That's one of my favorite baseball trivia questions, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, he's a no. Um, you know. Probably steroids guy. Yep. I know Jack uh, has some personal beef with. Well, uh, yeah. Or... I mean, he he just he hated playing for the Brewers. He's. I think he later went. He started his career with Milwaukee, and he later said that he threw um, uh, balls away and made errors on purpose. Uh, what have you? Uh, I think I think that's what he said. Uh, just so they would trade him. Uh, he also called the Brewers organization racist, which may or may not have been true. I don't know. I was a little kid at that point. I wasn't in the Brewers organization. I don't know. Sure. But he yeah. was a he was a good player. But he's not. Um, he doesn't have a great legacy in Milwaukee. Uh, he had a pretty good career, though. 292 career average. He hit 509 home runs. Yeah. But he also stuck around for... I mean, he also played for so long that, he, you know... He's one of those guys who, like... I remember at the end of his career, he just seemed like he was, like... They propped him up there with a bat. And, like, you know, he would... Like, he was, like... 
Kirk Gibson in that in the '88 World yeah. Series, but like every day of the season, <laughs> it's like he could like he could barely get around, but then like if he made contact, he hit a friggin' home run. Yep, and then like. You know, he had to be like wheel, wheel, uh, like uh, dolly, like wheelbarrowed to like first, like around the bases or something. <laughs> but um, just all kinds of like elbow pads and and you know forearm pads and shoulder pads and shit. And right. So, yeah, that's what I think of with Gary Sheffield, but uh, I don't know. But he's a no for me for yeah. sure. Yeah, no yeah. for me as well. All right, Jeff Kent. Uh, uh, you know, famous asshole. Yeah, Jeff I was Kent. gonna say famous asshole Jeff Kent. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, him and Barry Bonds uh, played on some of those Giants teams, which yeah. were pretty good. Yeah, uh, yeah, but he's just a he's just a no for me. Definite steroids guy. Yes, definite I would say. steroids guy. Oh um, yeah, yeah, and like uh, yeah, you know he's I keeping mean, that mustache going in the two thousands, but uh, yeah. Well, you look at his career too. Like he those uh, those early numbers are just in no way indicate the hitter that he became. Yeah, um, for sure. I mean that's that's just such an and actually like BGO's career looks a lot like that too. Mm-hmm. When you look at his numbers, where there's just like no home runs his first few years, then all of a sudden he's hitting thirty. Yeah, after age like thirty two. Yep. Or something. Yep. Uh, so yeah, Jeff Kent, obvious steroid guy, asshole. Uh, no, he's a no for me. No, but um, I would love to see him back on Survivor for. Uh, was he on Survivor? Fans versus favorites. Yeah. He oh was. wow! Did he do well? Um, I think he made it a little further than than he expected. I think he was one of those guys who like didn't say he was a f- former athlete because you know there's people competing for like a million dollars. Yeah. Like a million dollars is a freaking drop in the bucket for that guy. Yep. So it's like. If if you know they don't say they don't say that they're rich because they would get voted off just out of principle for sure. So that's Jeff Kent, but uh, yeah, so he's a no. Um, moving right along, we got Man Ram, got Manny, Manny Ramirez, Manny being Manny. Yeah. Uh, so another case of a definite steroids guy. Definite steroids guy. Now, um, and again, a guy who I would who would who would be in in a heartbeat. If I decided to start letting in steroids guys. Oh, yeah. I mean, his career numbers are amazing. He hit 312 for his career, 555 home runs. What's that OBP? You know I love that OBP. Uh, Yeah, it's it's, uh, 411. (laughs) You know I'm down with OBP. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I mean, I love that. Um, uh, I saw Manny Ramirez in 2014. AAA, right? AAA with the the, uh, Cubs. Yeah. Iowa Cubs. Um, talk about guys who are being like propped up, like, you know, it's like a corpse. But, oh, yeah. um, but yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, he's a no. But, yeah, he's um, a no for me as well. Yeah. So, but I actually, I, of the steroid guys, like he's probably the one I like the most. Sure. Like I got no problem with Manny Ramirez really, other yeah. than the fact that he did steroids. That's fair. All right. So here's a guy who, who nobody, uh, thinks did steroids. Uh, yeah. Fred McGriff. Fred McGriff. The crime dog. Yeah, he is. Um, painfully came short of 500 home runs like what do you hit for 493 93 yep painfully short i mean that's a guy if he he could have just stuck around one more year to do it i mean yeah. a, a team would have given him a chance to do it uh, so i'll give him credit for that he wasn't one of those guys who stuck around like sheffield did sheffield finished with 509 home runs yeah. like he probably should have retired a year or two earlier but he yeah. stuck around mcgriff didn't no, no, he didn't. Um, so yeah, I've always liked McGriff. I've always, uh, I, well, I should say this: I've always uh, liked McGriff for the Hall of Fame. Um, when he was playing, like I was pretty young, but like he never really made a huge impact on me. Um, I remember the Cubs acquired him in a trade uh, in the latter part of his uh, his career, and uh, I know we talked about this, Jack. I think like he took like a month to, to decide. decide. Yeah, yeah, which is really weird. And I remember at that time, kind of being, it's like. 
I'm like, I wanted him so bad, but I was also like mad that he didn't just like, why wouldn't he just say yes? You know, I think he was with the the Devil Rays at the time. Yeah, and like yeah. he like bought a he had a home out there. Or something. Yeah, um, he might have even been from the area, which is like why he was. Yeah, so he was born in Tampa, Florida. Yeah, I, I remember that. So like that's yeah. why he wanted to be on the Rays because yeah. he was like his hometown team. Yeah, so it's like yeah, clearly a guy who was you know about like quality of life as opposed to like numbers and possibly winning i guess right but um but so i don't know that should have enough that should have alone made me enough to like like hate him or whatever but like i always liked him and like i think like just he was a good defensive guy um and uh yeah, like I think he, I think he, I think he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, he certainly is not a sexy choice, um, no. and he was never like a, a, one of the top superstars in the game. But he was solid for a really long time, and even in two thousand two, when he was with the Cubs for a whole year, uh, so it looks like they traded him for him at like the deadline from the Rays, and then they yeah. got him for a whole another year. He hit thirty homers and drove in one hundred three runs that year so yeah. for that two thousand two Cubs team. So that's pretty solid at age thirty eight. Uh, Jeremy, he's not on my ballot. Uh, he he's a Hall of Very Good to me, but okay. uh, I understand the case for him as well. Yeah, and if he doesn't make it this year, he's off, right? Um, what, this is his... This is his 10th year. 10th year, yeah, yeah, I suppose so, yeah. Uh, so... I, I do feel like if he doesn't make it, he'll get elected by the Veterans Committee in 21 or 23. Yeah, for um, sure. So he will get in eventually, but maybe not this year for me, at least. Yeah, I mean, I might be on that, that committee by then, so uh, I'll <laughs> definitely give him a yes. Um, so, uh, so yeah, uh, um, uh, yeah, he's on my ballot. He's on my third one, my third yes of my ballot. Okay. Uh, we've got Larry Walker is our next guy. Larry Walker, um, another guy who possibly was on steroids. Another yep. guy who played in Colorado. So it said his nick. It says his nickname is Booger on here. I had never, <laughs> I had never heard that one, but that's what's on Baseball Reference. That's pretty funny. Uh, Larry Walker never had a great hair situation going on. Like he had like a crazy mullet. Yep. Um, for for a long a uh, lot of years of his career and then at the end I think he started shaving his head because he oh, was losing he? his hair my goodness and he had another like one of those like weird muscular heads but, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Jeremy uh, an interesting stat for me about Larry Walker is that he uh, in only two seasons did Larry Walker have over 500 official at bats wow okay. which is uh, which is pretty crazy and he never drew more than 82 walks so well no he drew 98 walks in 2003 okay. but uh, so it's not like the guy was just drawing a ton of walks. He just, uh, he was, it seems like he was injured, had a hard time playing a full season. Yeah. And he played the meat of his career, the prime of his career, again, with the Rockies. Um, yeah, for sure. He where was he, part of the Blake Street Bombers. Yes, he was. Yeah, where he no doubt, uh, you know, he, I mean, he hit 379 in 1999, 363 in 98. His, his average was ridiculous, but yeah. Jeremy, he's a no for me. Yeah, he's a no for me as well, uh, just for all those factors. Um He's borderline, but uh, but 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 no, for sure. I was gonna say real quick about McGriff, um, framing the Hall of Fame now with the bond, with the Baines yes. thing, with Baines thing. McGriff should have like get him in there right now. It's it's impossible to say no to McGriff if you look at Baines' numbers. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yes, I agree. Man, Baines is gonna be like the like the Baines factor for the rest of like you know our lifetime. Yep, basically. Yep. Anyway. Omar Vizquel, he was a guy that I was teetering on the edge of uh, voting for, okay. um, but I, uh, I'm going to say no. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, he's a no for me. So he had, uh, Jeremy, 11 gold gloves. I want to look up how many Ozzie Smith had in his career, because okay. Ozzie Smith is another guy who um, uh, 
made it in mainly on his defensive prowess. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Ozzie Smith won uh, 13 gold gloves. Okay, okay. So two more than Omar Vizquel did. Yeah. But my question about Vizquel is, is he one of those guys? I mean, obviously he was a good fielder. There's no question about it. One yep. of the, Probably one of the better short, fielding shortstops of all time. Mm-hmm. But was he one of those guys who they just started giving the gold glove to every year? I think so. I, I mean, I think so. I mean, I think... Both, I think, and Mazzy Smith maybe was the same case. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. At some point, like guys, just they're just like they. It seems like it's just like you look at the list, the year by year, and it's just the same guy, you know, year after year. Yep. Um. Uh. Yeah. Possibly, I wasn't. You know, I I wasn't evolved enough of a baseball spectator at that point to to really think about like just fielding like same. rankings and stuff. And like I know, I'm sure that if and I almost I couldn't quote it, but I feel like I've seen articles like. You know that like have broken down his like UZR and his like you know zone, what that zone rating, but um, you know to to say why he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, and I, I, I also agree that like you know his his obviously his offensive numbers are you know nothing Hall of Fame like. Um, but what he's a forty five WAR, um, a career WAR guy. I mean, yeah, I'd have to look deeper into like his like you know sabermetrics numbers, but uh, obviously I think he's a no. I mean. Uh, he's he's there because of his defense, so um, you know there's there's something to that, but uh, but it just doesn't fall in for me. No uh, question though. Uh, yes. So for the the players who hit home runs in four different decades, uh, who yeah. was it? Who was it again? Could you give name all four for it's, me? It's uh, A Rod, mm-hmm. Sheffield. I want to say. Well, I'm getting them confused. Are we sure it's A Rod? No, uh, you know what? I'm, yeah. I, I get that confused with guys who hit homers in their teens, twenties, thirties, and forties. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so wait, the four decades one, I don't remember that off the top okay, of my head. Okay, uh, so Vizquel definitely is one of those. Uh, whoever, oh, okay. because uh, I'm looking at his stats here, uh, he, had won an eight, he had one home run in 1989, okay. uh, and then in the 90s, obviously, he played every year there. Uh, 2000s, he, he hit home runs there, and then he actually hit uh, two home runs in the year 2010. So he homered, yeah. Omar Vizquel homered in four different decades. And how uh, many career homers? He had he 80 career home 80 runs. Career. There you uh, go. Well, which is uh, there you go. So you know uh, that that's pretty that's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, he, he's a guy who played for a long time. But yeah, he's a no for me, Jerry. Don't blow it all in one place uh, with his homers. I guess. <laughs> um, so yeah. So uh, okay. So Omar Vizquel is a no. Okay, Kurt Schilling. Uh, I'm going to say yes, Jeremy, uh, very okay. controversial. Yes. Uh, yeah. because the guy is an asshole. Yeah. Um, I'm just, well, Jack, I'm just scrolling your Twitter feed here and your Facebook and I'm seeing some weird memes that you've, <laughs> you've retweeted. Uh, but well, let's just move on. We don't have time for that. What? So what was, uh, yeah. What was his, uh, he, he tweeted, he retweeted something that with like, uh, Tree journalist rope, some assembly required. And then he, I think he put so much awesome, uh, yeah, on his yeah, Twitter thing, yeah. so he's a he's a moron. Yeah, uh, not only is he like like just has unpopular opinions, but he retweet. He's one of these guys who retweets just stupid like things that like make no sense. Like like yeah, okay, I mean yeah, okay, great. So he wants to kill like sports writers. Cool, that's awesome. Yeah, they, you know they showed a picture of him because I was reading an article on him earlier today uh, in prep for this episode, and he um, they showed a picture of him at a game. The article showed a picture, and like he's wearing a, a, a Trump uh, in twenty twenty uh, t shirt at a baseball game. Sure. And you know not to get into politics, but it's like, dude, do you have to wear that shirt to a baseball game? Like just wear a, a, a Ralph Lauren shirt, uh, polo shirt or something, man. You don't have to <laughs> yeah, wear like. 
you don't have to be a loudmouth asshole like everywhere you go. Yeah, well, I guess that's just your thing. That's that kind of the mo, I think. But, yeah, uh, and that's what's keeping him out. <laughs> Other than that, I feel like he would be in. Uh, he was a, I think he, yeah, he was a great pitcher. He yeah. won, uh, you know, he was a three-time World Series champion, arguably one of the best postseason pitchers of all time. Yeah, for sure. I definitely think I think his postseason uh, uh, reputation precedes his. Uh, just overall numbers. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, certainly. And like, yeah, I think he loves to like bait the writers, I guess. But um, complete idiot. Uh, I, I would vote no just because of that. And I have no problem doing that. Sure. Like, um, but uh, I he's a borderline case for me anyway, um, regardless of that. Um, funny thing about Schilling, and I wish I could like find an article about this. Maybe I'll, I haven't really dug deep. But like, there are people who believe that he faked the sock the bloody sock too yeah like so um i mean this guy and so he had a reputation of being an idiot even back then like uh so it's funny that he's kind of devolved into this you know tinfoil hat chud. yeah yeah um but he's yeah he's a baseball chud but um <laughs> so uh so yeah so you screw him uh he can go to hell um and uh, he's not in my Hall of Fame. Jeremy is is was is Chud. Is that a reference to the movie Chud? Yeah, yeah, cannibalistic cannibalistic humanoid underground dweller. Nice. Uh, you know that was one of John Goodman's earliest roles. He oh, plays really? like a chauvinistic cop who's like harassing a waitress in an all night diner. Nice. Uh, and then he gets killed by a Chud, I believe. <laughs> but awesome. uh, yeah, Chud, a great eighties movie starring Daniel Stern. Uh, yeah, yeah, so exactly. Check that out. But nice. uh, he's a no for Jeremy. Uh, he's a yes for me. Okay. Uh, uh, and so yeah, we already talked about Bonds and Clemens. Yeah. Mike Mike Mussina. Yeah, Mike Mussina is a, Mike Mussina is a borderline case for me. Uh, I mean, he was a great pitcher. Um, you know, I think like he's just truly borderline. I mean, like if you want to say that he's a Hall of Fame pitcher for you, then then cool. If if not, then he he doesn't get in your Hall of Fame. Um, what was his career ERA? It was 368, 368, right? but uh, little... in 3,562 uh, 3, and two-thirds innings. I and mean, that... the guy pitched a ton. And that was during the steroid era. It was. It was. Yeah, and that was during the... So, I mean, you look. he, he might have been doing steroids, but guys were mashing during the steroid yeah. era, too. I'm not convinced that he was doing steroids, but, like, yeah, certainly he was. He had to get those guys out. Yeah. So, yeah. um... And also, I think he's a crossword puzzle enthusiast or Is something. Is he? Yeah, I think there was, like, there was a documentary on Netflix... Back in the early days when they had like these like borderline watchable documentaries, and yeah. I think there's one crossword, and I think he's in it. Oh, nice. Um, but uh, yeah, for me, he's a no. But uh, you know, I, 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 again, he wouldn't be a disgrace if he got in. So no, um, and he's another guy who who would uh, take the ball uh, just every fourth day. I mean, um, after his uh, after his rookie season, he. Uh, he he never had a, a season where he started less than twenty four games. I mean, he had one season where he started twenty four games in ninety four, and then after that, like his lowest was twenty seven games in a season. Okay, um, so he yeah. just yeah he was solid. Seemed like he never went on the DL. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's a yes for me, and he's I think yes. he is going to get in this year. Yeah, yeah. It seems like it. Um, you know, there was there have been a lot of like borderline pitchers in the recent years who have gotten in. Uh, Jack Morris, uh, different generations, but Jack Morris, Burt Blylevin, like I watched some old Burt Blylevin was he pitched during my lifetime, but not I wasn't old enough. Uh, wow, is that a block? Yeah, that uh, no the uh, the okay. Oh, so a... so what just happened here was uh, the the Patriots were fielding a punt. And then it looks like this guy, the punt fell on the ground, and uh, I think that's that Edelman. That's Edelman. Yeah, yeah. he uh, great guy. He, he touched it. 
and uh, did not recover it. And then the Chiefs just ran it in for a touchdown. He didn't pick it up. Uh, so we're going to see if that, that, uh, that holds up. Yeah. But uh, for now, Jeremy, what were you uh, what were you talking about? Yeah, I mean, so so Musina is like uh, so these these borderline guys got in. Uh, Blylevin, I was gonna say, I've watched old videos of Blylevin. Blylevin's curveball was sick. Was like, it in this old vi- these old videos? Like he like talk about like a twelve to six curveball, like but with like snap, like he he looked awesome. Um, uh, in some old video that I've seen of him. Uh, but uh, these borderline guys have gotten in over the last couple of years. And I think Musina is another one of these borderline guys. And so if he gets in, again, I've, I got no problem with it. I would vote no because I'm trying to keep out as many guys as possible. But, uh, um, but yeah, like uh, that, that, that's fine if he gets in. And last but not least, Edgar Martinez, who's yes. almost definitely going to get in this year. I believe that he should get in as well. Yeah, and his last year of eligibility too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he's a guy who like... I, in my opinion, should have gotten in years ago. Um, mm-hmm. But I think he's definitely a guy, they say, like, these, some of these guys are getting in now because people are looking at numbers differently, right? They say, like, Tim Raines got in because of that. And, like, definitely uh, Edgar Martinez um, uh, is one of those guys. Yeah. Uh, career 418 on base percentage, a 312 hitter, uh, just really good numbers. 12, uh, 1,283 walks. Um, yeah, just, like, good numbers and, like, um, perfect argument for like you know, do you let in a DH or do you not? Like I think, yeah. I mean, that I feel like that's why he hit, he is not in yet. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and yeah, I, I think maybe they need to start uh, breaking that those barriers down. Uh, here's the thing, though. How many aside from Big Poppy? Um, how many more DHs are even going to get in? Because yeah. the DH is not used like it used to be used. Right. Yeah. Uh, DH isn't even really like a thing anymore. Like guys don't you know? There's no no guy who's like just the DH and is like a stud because for that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah, the, the the argument isn't so ridiculous that we have to like make a hard and fast ruling on it. Yeah, yeah. Big Poppy's like the only other guy. Um, but uh, you know, maybe him, maybe Willie Mopena or something. <laughs> but uh, but uh, I just wanted to say Willie Mopena. Um, uh, but uh, I mean, yeah, like. Uh, I don't know. I had a point, but I sacrificed it for that joke. So I'll. I <laughs> okay. I'll okay. Well, else. Edgar Martinez is a yes. Yeah, he is for sure. Okay. Um, so yeah, so that's our ballot. So just to recap, yeah, I got I got Edgar Martinez, McGriff, Wagner, and Rivera. Okay, I've got Martinez, Musina, Clemens, Bonds, Schilling, uh, Rivera, and Halliday. So I have seven guys. Jeremy has four. All right, that's your too long didn't read uh, shortcut there to the end. Uh, yeah. You can just listen to us run that down and save yourself an hour. But um, yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll cut it off there. Okay. Um, the the uh, balloting uh, will be uh, announced Tuesday. So uh, hopefully, you know, you got a chance to listen to this before then. And uh, if not, um, you know, you can compare and contrast. Uh, we'd love to hear your guys' uh, ballots too. Uh, raindelaypod at gmail.com or raindelaypod on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, uh, so we have in our next episode, uh, we have possibly a surprise episode coming up for you. Yeah, uh, let's not say it yet. Okay, just, in case. just, just not to not, yeah, it it, does, just in case it doesn't happen. There's a lot, a lot of it, things in play, mostly like the weather and other stuff. A lot of variables, a lot of what have yous, a lot yeah. of ifs, ifs, ands, and buts. But, uh, you know, we, uh, yeah, hopefully this, this could be fine, this next one. Yeah, we have some exciting things in the works. So uh, stay tuned. Uh, But for now, um, we will uh, catch you later. All right. See you. Bye.